This morning we continue our study in the book of James, and uh, if you have a copy of God's Word this morning, let me invite you to open it up to James chapter 4 as we read that particular passage, and then we will be jumping to Matthew chapter 7 and reading a passage there. Our theme this morning, the topic that we will be exploring together, is judging. What does God have to say about judging? First, we begin with James chapter 4, verse 11 and 12. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against his brother or sister or judges him or her speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There's only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? We now back up to the first gospel, Matthew, Matthew chapter 7. We continue with the theme regarding judging. Beginning with verse 1 of Matthew 7. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Here ends the reading of today's scripture study. Well, this morning we tackle a subject of judging. Is it okay to judge? See, this is a question that all of us are asking. Is it okay to judge? And the reason that we ask this question is because we have all, from time to time, been confronted with that verbal defense that says, judge not, lest you be judged and when we hear such a defense, we begin to wonder, oh, maybe I shouldn't be judging. Or we begin to think, well, is, is judging a sin? Well, this morning we're going to try and answer those questions. Should I judge or is judging a sin? Well, as we begin, let me just answer those questions right off. The answer is this, yes and no, when it comes to judging. Is judging a sin? Well, yes. And also, no. It's not a sin to judge. Well, let's see if we can bring some clarity to the confusion that I'm creating this morning. Our first point this morning that comes uh, from our passage of study, and we're going to begin here in James chapter 4. The first point is this. Judging is a sin... Especially when you use judging 
to look good. Okay? So when you, end, when you use judging to escalate yourself, to make yourself better than the other individual, then you step across the line and you sin. So when you use judging to look good, to make yourself better, it's called sin. Take a look at uh, verse 11. One aspect of judging, and this is part of judging, is slander. And here's what James says. Brothers, do not slander one another. Sisters, do not slander. See, slander is an aspect of judging. Let's define slander. Slander is this. Slander is to voice faults or damaging statements. Again, here's the definition. Slander is to voice faults or damaging statements. See, slander, slander carries with it this mannerism of intentionality. Slander is deliberate. Slander is intended to damage. And here's a few examples. For example, saying someone had an affair with the company executive to get a promotion. That's not true. That's slander. Claiming the business owners participated in unethical and illegal activities. That's not true. That's slander. That's judging. Telling someone that a person cheated on his taxes. You don't know it, but you said it. That's slander. That's judging. Saying that a certain restaurant is serving dog meat and not chicken. That's slander. That's slander. You see, slander is intentional. Slander is deliberate. Slander, slander is to bring somebody down and lift yourself up. And according to God's word, that is called sin. That's called sin. Well, James helps us to understand this slander and this judging a little bit more. He, uh, he says a few things regarding this. And here's some characteristics of this type of judging when we slander. He says, first of all, when you participate in slander, when you step into the role of judge, you place yourself above the law. That's what he says. You place yourself above the law. And that's what verse 11 says. Follow along. I'll read it for you. Anyone who speaks against his brother or sister judges him, speaks against the law, and judges it. So when we slander, when we judge, we assume the role of judge we become judge, and we also come to the conclusion that the law does not apply to me. Okay, I'm the judge, and the law doesn't apply to me. That's what happens when we enter into this judging mode as well as slander. Here's an interesting story for you. Back in October of 2000, there was an interesting baseball game that took place in Cuba. Well, during an exhibition game against Venezuela, 74-year-old dictator Fidel Castro grabbed an aluminum bat and walked up to the plate. When Castro approached the batter's box, Hugo Chavez, Chavez, the president of Venezuela, 
he came to the mound to pitch. After five pitches, the two heads of state were locked in a full count. Castro watched as the three and two pitch sailed through the middle of the strike zone and listened as the umpire called him out. No, Castro said, that was a ball. And he proceeded to walk to first base. No one argued. President Chavez said nothing. The opposing team said nothing. The umpire said nothing. Later, Castro joked about President Chavez saying, today just wasn't his day. Well, the law of baseball says that when a pitch goes over the middle of the plate in the strike zone, a 3-2 count, the batter is out. Castro placed himself above the laws of baseball and made up his own rules. That is exactly what we do when we judge a brother or when we judge our sister. God's law tells it not to do it. But we set ourselves above the law and we make up our own rules as we play the game of judge and jury. So when you judge somebody in the wrong way, and remember we said when you are trying to make yourself look good, make yourself better, and that's the wrong way, when you do that, you're saying the law doesn't apply to me. I'm innocent. And when you do that, you're claiming to be the judge. And you overlook your own faults. Your own faults. So first of all, we raise ourselves above the law, James says. Here's the second thing he says. When you judge, uh, you're also playing God. All right? You're playing God. Look at verse 12 there in James. James shares this. There is only one lawgiver and judge. And you're not it, all right? And you're not it. So when you judge, you play God. Here's letter C. What goes around comes around. That's the third thing I wanted to share with you. And this is not necessarily from James. This comes from Matthew, Matthew chapter 7. We read that passage as well. Here's what it says. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So what goes around, comes around. You're unforgiving, anticipate unforgiveness. You're critical, anticipate being criticized. What goes around, comes around. A very critical, negative barber... Never had anything good to say about anyone or anything. A salesman came into his barber shop one day and told him he was going on a business trip to Rome. The barber asked, what airline will you be taking and what hotel will you be staying at? When the salesman told him, the bar told him uh, where he's going to stay and so forth, the barber criticized the airline for being undependable, and the hotel for having horrible service. You'd be better off staying home, the barber said. But the, but the salesman said, 
but I expect to close a really big business deal, and then I'm going to see the Pope. The barber continued, don't count on seeing the Pope. He only sees important people. Well, several weeks later, the salesman, he returned to the barber shop and stopped by for a haircut. The barber says, well, how was your trip? The salesman says, oh, it was wonderful. The airline was great. The hotel was excellent. Well, did you see the Pope? What happened? Asked the barber. The salesman said, oh, yes. I saw the Pope. I even bent down and kissed his ring. No kidding. What did he say? Asked the barber. Well, he placed his hand on my head and said to me, my son, where did you get that lousy haircut? <laughs> what goes around comes around. You see, when you judge to look good, we've stepped into the realm of committing a sinful action. When we judge to elevate ourselves, we step into that realm of sin. So yes, judging is a sin. But also, no, get this, no, judging is not a sin. Now we need to explore that. So judging to elevate self, to make yourself better, yes, that, that's sin. But judging to determine what is good, that is not sin. Judging to determine what is right and wholesome and beautiful, judging to determine those things, that is not wrong and it is not sin. You see, there's a lie out there. And the lie is this. Judge not so that you will be not be judged, okay? Judge not lest you be judged. Now, that's a lie. Now, let me back up here a little bit. Some of you are saying, okay, now wait a minute. You're saying that's a lie? Now, isn't that in the Bible? I mean, you just read it for us this morning, Matthew chapter 7, verse 1. Anytime somebody uses God's word out of context and inappropriately, we have a lie taking place. All right, are you with me on this? Think back to the Garden of Eden. Did Satan quote to Eve some mumble-jumble that he fabricated? What did Satan use? He used God's word, didn't he? He twisted it. When Jesus went into the wilderness and he was tempted by the devil, the devil quoted scripture to Jesus. But again, when he did, he took it out of context. He twisted it, and he used it in a false manner. So many want to say, hey, do not judge lest you be judged, but they never consider the context of that. I mean, if you're judging just to lift yourself up and make yourself look better, make yourself look good, yeah, well, then we got a problem. That is sin. But as we learn, judging also, we need to judge to determine what is right, what is good, what is acceptable. So at this time, I just want to take you through a few Bible passages that talk about judging. 
okay? People are quick to offer Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 as a defense, you know, hey, don't judge me. But what does God really say in his word? Let's look at a few passages. First of all, I want to take you to Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. What is interesting, if you read through verses 1 through 5, you know, it talks about don't judge. You know, take the plank out of your own eye before you look at the speck in your brother's eye and so forth. So don't be judging. Well, when you read through verses 1 through 5, then you come to verse 6 and look at this verse. What does it seem to suggest? Here's what verse, that same passage, you know, same context says this. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to the pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. So in that very same passage that people offer as a defense to not judge them, there in verse 6, we have God saying, hey, you got to make a decision here. you got to exercise judgment. Just don't throw the good out there. And especially when it comes to this idea of truth, spiritual truth. You just don't throw that spiritual truth out there. you got to be selective. you got to make a judgment is what God is saying here. And you probably have seen that a lot even on Facebook. I know uh, sometimes in the Facebook, you know, you get... You get frustrated because so-and-so is blasting something you hold dear, a value. They're blasting it. And you try to make sense using common sense and wisdom. Try to explain it to them. They just don't get it. They just turn right around and throw it back in your face and blast you some more. Right? Doesn't that happen? Well, I think God says, you know, some people are just not going to get it. So therefore, exercise judgment and just don't put the truth in front of them like that. Because they're not going to accept it anyhow. They're just going to lamb blast it and so forth. So that was Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. Here's another passage. We're still in Matthew 7. This is verse 15. Here's the exhortation that we receive. It says, watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. Okay? Watch out for false prophets. We need to make a judgment call here. Is this individual, this person, you know, are they legitimate? Are they teaching God's word? Are they telling the truth? Can they be relied upon? Can they be trusted? Well, we got to make a judgment call. Scripture says you need to make a judgment call when it comes to such individuals. Watch out. Again, make a judgment call. We need to, So what we're seeing there in verse 15, we, we, need, we need to judge people. And this judgment is based on that their behavior, okay? Not them as that individual, but their behavior. What's coming out of them? What are, what are their actions? And then you make a judgment call, okay? What this individual is doing, does it line up with God's word? We need to make the call. We need to make the call. Look with me at John chapter 7, verse 24. Here's an exhortation again. Stop judging by mere appearances and make a right judgment. Make a right judgment. So, again, just a verse that affirms this whole idea that, yes, we need to make a judgment call. It's appropriate. It's acceptable. We're not sin when we do that. Romans chapter 16, another passage. Romans 16, verses 17 through 18 
Here's the Apostle Paul. He says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who've caused divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you learned. Keep away from them, for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. Again, we're making judgments about people. And here we're making judgments about their teaching. What are they teaching? 1 Corinthians 5, verses 12 through 13. It says this, What business is it mine to judge those outside the church? Are you not to judge those inside? God will judge the outside. And then he says, Expel the wicked man from among you. This particular context where this verse comes from, there is immorality taking place in the church. Immorality within the church. And Paul says, followers of Christ, believers, church, rise up and say, that is wrong. Make the judgment call. Make the judgment call regarding morality. Here's what uh, Titus 3.10 says. Warn a divisive person once and then warn him a second time. After that, have nothing to do with him. Again, behavior is being confronted here person is divisive and God's word says you know confront them you made a judgment call you heard what they were saying you know it's divisive confront them so this whole idea of not judging that's not true God wants us to exercise wisdom and judge but of course remember it needs to be tempered with God's love and so forth you don't just smash them and bash them and leave them lay there, okay? We've got to respond appropriately. But we need to make a judgment call. We need to make a judgment call. Because if we don't exercise judgment, you know, remember, it's appropriate to exercise judgment to determine that which is right, that which is good, that which is acceptable, that which is lovely. It's appropriate to do that. And if we don't do that, then we got all kinds of other spiritual crap that comes into our lives, into our church, and into our lives if we don't exercise judgment. So understand, yes, if you're judging to elevate yourself, then we've stepped over the line and it's sin. But if you're judging to determine that which is good and acceptable and lovely, God says that is appropriate. That's part of your responsibility as a follower of Christ. Exercise that judgment. Do so in love and be balanced in that. So, it is okay to judge. And, judging can become a sin. It's how you use it. It's how you use it. Well, let's talk about uh, application here. What can you do with today's message? I'm going to give you an acrostic this morning. Here's for the whole family, moms and dads, as well as kids. Take this home, and this is going to be your discussion over the lunch hour or tonight's evening meal, all right? So how, how do we keep from being judgmental? What, could, what can we do practically that will help us not step into that realm of judging, which is sin, but rather how can we uh, make a, a judgment call that is right and acceptable? Well, here you go. The acrostic is with the word think, all right? So write her down on your paper there if you got time. Got that pen handy. Writer up and down, T-H-I-N-K. Here's what T stands for. Here's what you can ask yourself. Is it true? Is it true? 
We hear a lot of stuff in conversation. Well, is it true? Because if you participate in that conversation, you could end up judging or you could end up propagating the slander. So, is it true? That's what T stands for. H, is it helpful? Is it helpful? Okay, what I heard today, if I share that with somebody, that's not going to be helpful. You know, you're making that call. I didn't hear anything. I'm just saying, all right? Okay. I, is it inspiring? Is it inspiring? N, is it necessary? Is it necessary? And K, is it kind? Is it kind? Think before you speak, right? Think. And here I'm going to throw one more assignment in your process. You're going to talk about think, right? You're going to sit down and talk about thinking, you know, how we talk with people. Uh, here's another one I'm going to throw in, a memorization verse. Maybe some of you already had it memorized. But Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is right, whatever is noble, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Or you could say, talk about such things. So that's a good verse to memorize, all right? So, uh, in fact, uh, kids, if you can come back and quote me this verse next Sunday, I won't give you a piece of candy, I'll give you... A big, big piece. All right? And uh, moms and dads, if you come back and you can say that to me, um, uh, I'll have to think of something. I'll give you a high five. All right? Okay. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. That's what it is. Philippians 4, 8. Whatever is too true, whatever is right, whatever is noble, Whatever is pure, lovely, and admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Talk about such things. All right. Thank you. You can judge as long as you're not elevating yourself, but determining what is right, what is good, what is lovely, what is admirable, what is excellent, what is praiseworthy. In those matters, God says, exercise sound, loving judgment. Let's pray together. Father, thanks again for this opportunity just to be challenged by your word. Lord, uh, thank you that uh, judging is not necessarily wrong. Lord, we can kind of get hung up on that because everybody tells us, don't judge lest you be judged. But Lord, we learn from Scripture here that you want us to make the call. When it comes to things that are good, things that are right, things that are admirable and excellent, those things, Father, you say, make the call. Pass judgment. And, Lord, we do so not to raise ourselves up, but to raise you and truth up. And we thank you and pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. And stand. We'll